and we're off. All right, so I'm going to take a minute off of just um, convincing people in the DMs why they should vote for Bernard Sanders over um, Elizabeth Warren to talk about what really matters, and that's the season premiere of Vanderpump Rules, and perhaps even more importantly, the reemergence of Vanderpod. Um, So please stop DMing me. Uh, It's back. And Please stop DMing <laughs> Catherine. You heard it. You heard it here. I would like I'd to like only to receive like emails. Um, no, it's my email is Catherine and Will ten 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 at gmail dot com. It just goes to both of us. So like anything you want to send directly to me. Um, I'm just kidding. People might think we're serious. No. Back, back by overwhelming popular demand after a lengthy and never really announced hiatus. The people were begging. They were salivating like hogs. It's Vanderpod back again. The Sometimes Podcast. Pow, pow, pow! The Sometimes Podcast. Not necessarily regular or fully scheduled. Then again, we never planned that. I'm still or uh, promised anything like regular or scheduled and I'm still... Mm, we're maybe, st- maybe we did. We're st- well, we're still not promising that. Yeah, yeah no, but I think I think we should, yeah. If you're a fan of Vanderpod, you know, part of the part of the allure, part of the appeal is, you know, not knowing if there'll ever be a show, or or maybe <laughs> if like a year will go by without, you know, anything. Yeah. So or, the loyal the loyal fans or, are you know, rewarded. Will we do an episode for every episode of Vanderpump Rules? This will season? we even address the second half of the season? Uh, it doesn't matter. If you're a fan of the first season. First season we did the show, season seven of the show. Yep. You should already know the answer to that question. Yeah, you know what the fuck is up. I mean, come on. We Catherine Catherine has a new job. Mm-hmm. I've got I've got so many jobs. Got so many jobs. Just doing one podcast is it's a lot of work. It is. Content production is really a full time job. I'm always I'm always on that grind. But, you know, we saw We took some time out of our, our very busy schedules to watch only one day late. This is very good. Uh, the season premiere of uh, season eight, and boy was it! It was it was something, you know. Um, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad we're back at it, though. You know, we have like a, a reason to start again. We'll see what kind of discipline we can impose. We're in the we're in the January schedule. doldrums. Um, yeah, again, you know, I I just got a new job. Before I was kind of um, had all the time in the world. No reason to live. Um, just well, kidding. Well, there's no reason to live because there was no Vanderpump. You there said no it. Vanderpump you said it. And now, just like uh, Jesus in the Advent, we have Vanderpump in our universe and in our living room. So do you want to... Uh, I mean, I, I'm hoping uh, on, on this season of Vanderpod, mm-hmm. the Vanderpump universe will be but just a... But a, just a few. But just... <laughs> 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 yes. Hey guys, <laughs> welcome to Vanderpod. <laughs> I'm hoping that this season that the uh, the Vanderpump Rules reality TV universe will be but a an entree into a larger world of just just what we're watching on television and really the 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 broader not not I would say theme as we've discovered from you know doing this the first time around is that the show. Is it technically a recap of episodes of Vanderpump Rules? Yes. But more than that, it's about... Me it's about just, like, roasting you for, like, you know, whatever 
like recycling you haven't taken out or something you know I f- people are coming just as much for that as they are for us offering our incisive analysis about Vanderpump I mean I think people are coming for because where else are they going to get Vanderpump expertise mm-hmm. and I think just they come for the Vander the Vanderpump reviews yes not not your you know, abuse and R- megalomania. Well, you know, you can, wha- why choose when you can have both? And obviously in the off season, you know, we've been just hosting strategy meetings around the clock. So we haven't come to this decision to kind of broaden the appeal of Vanderpod um, sloppily or without very careful consideration. <sighs> Catherine, you had, <laughs> you had all summer to figure this <laughs> out. Uh, no, I, I would say that uh, uh, in, in doing the show and watching the show, I think what it's about is, uh, you know, chilling us. with chilling with your homies. Us chilling, chilling with the 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 one homie that you love and, and live with and Aww. is of the opposite sex. But but you so don't you don't have to love someone of the opposite sex necessarily. <laughs> like that's that's you can love whoever you want. I'm just saying, if for the rules that I believe in personally, and that I know you do subscribe as well, content not endorsed lo- by Vanderpod is between a man. Stop! And a okay, stop! All right, all right, all right. Yes, no, but. No, no, I, I think basically uh, to, to be in love or to be in a relationship of any kind in this world basically comes down to uh, can you uh, watch TV with this person? Can you watch movies with this person? And then most importantly, what are you watching on TV with your person? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, it's always been really easy for us because obviously we both have really good taste. Um, and also you just pick everything. So... Uh, in that way. Well, like I s- like you said, we have very good taste. <laughs> well, but Vanderpump is my decisive um, tentpole property in our larger viewing in our media portfolio. In our media portfolio, and uh, buy low, sell high. And I guess season one or season eight, episode one is you're you're buying low right now because not that much happened. Well, you know, yeah, as far as premieres goes. Yeah. But, uh, I, I guess let's just get into it. I guess um. Wish I could tell you or remember how season seven ended. Uh, there was a very good reunion. There was a lot of drama on There that, were like five hours of reunion, and they played back some of the best of it, which was like Kristen. Kristen said, I remember this now. Kristen said in the reunion, like, no, I'm not with Carter. But then she still uh, yelled at Stasi and um, Katie for some reason about it. Uh, uh, I remember James was a lunatic. For sure, on the uh, on yep. The, on the yes, reunion. he was, but Raquel was standing by him probably because um, mm-hmm. that's kind of what she does on the show. Uh, Jax was also a huge assholes to everyone, but you know what? It's just hashtag like me too. <laughs> uh, you know what? But like everything that's come before, it's like a Tibetan sand mandala. It mm-hmm. just it blows away. It doesn't matter what's happened before. Yeah. It can't really be precious about the past. And also, if you tried to explain like what the central drama of the I last season was, you, you simply couldn't do it. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's I kind c- of immaterial. It's just, you know, like w- relationships and people fighting about shit that doesn't matter. Just greedy, vainglorious little pigs. But also, uh, you know, they're growing up, right? Like we see... Uh, People buying houses and being married. Yeah, we've got three couples all moving into their identical little ticky-tacky houses in, what was it called? Valley Valley Village. Valley Village. So they've moved to the valley. uh, And the ones that aren't in the houses or haven't bought houses are, you know, doing varying degrees of well. 
Uh, but they brought in new cast members who are a little, I assume, younger and sluttier and hungrier for fame. So they're willing to keep, to, yeah, yeah, keep more, things alive. More, they haven't really established a brand in this world, so they're uh, more eager to debase themselves and and you know yeah behave like uh, like hogs on on TV for for our amusement. And we're already so seeing we, we're already seeing hints of that. Well, yeah, well, what are we talking about? That? I guess this is. I guess the, the, the top line headline of uh, Vanderpump Rules season eight is uh, three new permanent cast members. Uh, Dana, spelled uh, D-A-N-Y-A. D-A-N-Y-A. So it's spelled like Dania? Dania, but it's pronounced Dana, I think. What? Yeah. That's even dumber than, sorry, D-A-Y-N-A. I hate that spelling of Dana. Um, and then there's uh, Max and Brett. To, to Two interchangeable himbos. like yeah exactly. Men I, I honestly couldn't could not pick them out of a lineup. Um, except I could tell you that Max is so far characterized as like kind of a a poon hound, a bit of a player. He's kind of like I think he's the he, he's the, the new Jacks. Yeah, there you can see what they're lining up here. Like Max is supposed to be the new Jacks. He's the manager of Tom Tom. Uh, Dana Danya is. Um, Kind of like the, the new hot girl, the, the new like Stasi, but she doesn't have any of the same magnetism or uh, love Grace. for serial killers. Elegance, yeah, yeah. Um, and the other guy is just a spare. I don't really know what his deal is yet. Oh, oh, Sheena grinds up on him. Uh, Sheena has already hooked up with both Max and Brett. It was yeah, like maybe in the past, or like there's a history there. She dated Max a little, I believe, and now she's kind of grinding up on Brett. As everyone says to her face as much uh, just because he's the new guy and, you know, show me the lie because she is um, grinding up on him because he's the new guy. So so the, as the episode opens, uh, we see that, you know, it's been a, a year now since the grand opening of uh, Tom Tom, which I guess was a major major theme on, on last season. Mm -hmm. Tom Tom is uh, finally open. It's been a going concern now for a year. It's a, it's a successful hot bar in West Hollywood. Full of uh, the best young people all admiring the clocks. Yes. All, all wearing their steampunk hats. It is a, it, you know, it is a hot spot for celebs, <laughs> tourists. Minor celebs. Watch aficionados. Even more minor celebs. People who wear goggles on top hats <laughs> and fly in zeppelins of various kinds. To be clear, you and I fit into all of these categories. Yes. When That's we why Tom Tom was our favorite, the favorite thing to do when we were in Los Angeles. Although we didn't go there when we were there most recently. I, I begged you every day. But we did go to some fun parties. That's true. Uh, um, so yeah, we start off in Tom Tom kind so of... Meeting the new crew. The, yeah, the, the, toms tom, the Toms roll up, and I think it's like the Schwartz and the Sandoval is just like, it feels so good to just like, you know, like <laughs> walk into like my bar that I own 1% of. Ownership is yeah. a very flexible thing. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, they're He's still technically correct, but. Um, well, they're, they're doing good. Yeah. You know, they're doing good. And, uh, you know, like he says, like, I'm the boss unless Lisa's around. I, I would do him one better and say, like, yeah, it must rock to walk into a business where, like, you're the owner and you're just walking in for, like, a novelty. Have kind a of, shot with the bar. Yeah, kind of like a morale boost thing. Like, you don't have to work. You're walking in, and you do not work there, really. So, yeah, they're living the dream. Um, and then we also see uh, Stasi and Bo are out for what seems like the most pre-planned, constructed date ever. Why, why would they go to TomTom Tom on a date? 
the producers probably asked them to yeah you know pitch in a but little we bit. do we do get a crucial piece of information which is that everything's going great for Stasi. obviously she's got a new york times best-selling non-fiction work um just like will this is something that we have in common and i'll be sure to bring up to her yeah uh, when you know. when and if you meet probably get her on the show i don't know <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty clouted up you know mm-hmm. as a new york times best-selling author but also you know you guys were on for the same number of weeks too right Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she was one and done, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to check back on that. Um, yeah, she's and I've seen this on Instagram. Like she's been touring like crazy. She well, actually she's a, she's a hustler. <laughs> People love her book. You know the the basic bitch uh, uh, manifesto. Um, yeah, my struggle. Things that are of a basic <laughs> bitch. <laughs> things are going great with Bo. Yeah, no, Stasi. Honestly, uh, yeah. But the rub is <laughs> that say unfortunately. Well, things going well with Bo, you know. You, that's unfortunate. Why, why would you say that? Uh, they seem know, very happy. I don't know. Like, you, you know, sometimes, like, someone else could, like, make, you know, um, Bo, like, maybe happier. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like, he just hasn't considered, like, you know, maybe, like, he's actually an East Coast guy. And, like, he just never thought of that before. You know, maybe he, like, wants to move to Brooklyn. Maybe he needs someone to show him around. Maybe we can maybe we can ask him that when you know I I have him on the show. Mm. I mean, like, you, you you're not going to be on that episode, but me, let's say let's just maybe we'll have a conversation mm. about this. Mm. Uh, I was going to say before uh, Stasi and Bo, uh, we had a scene of Sheena sort of showing the new guys the ropes, and by that I mean like um, flirting with them in the most cringe way imaginable. She and then, and then do saying, that. she just like rubs people and just sort like, of like is just sort of hanging off them and just says things like, in case you didn't know, I'm divorced. <laughs> it's OK. It totally doesn't define me. I'm divorced, but it doesn't define me. And then like, oh, we also following up. Uh, Sheena's, of course, a ludicrous relationship with that guy. Adam is uh, no, what shockingly. Uh, Do you believe it, folks? <laughs> no longer a thing now that like, you know, he couldn't get, you know, a bit, I don't know. You can spin that off into uh he didn't make himself out of his own. He didn't yeah. make himself a memorable character. So the producers were like, you know, we don't really see a spot for him this season. And, and she was, was like, like, OK, you're still going to date me. Right. And then he was just like, he was like ooh, mm, ah, yeah, got a lot of stuff going on right now, give, baby. Uh, I think I'm going to give gay for pay a, <laughs> a swing. Maybe yeah, nothing, take a crack r- at nothing that. wrong with that. That's fine. Um, but my favorite part of this scene was. Uh, they they walk up to Jacks doing like kind of a a glamour uh, uh, shift at the bar, and she's introducing Brad, and he's like, "Oh, are you guys dating yet?" And it's uh, it's somehow revealed that like they have hooked up like a few weeks prior, and it's because they were at some party. And Sheena's closer move is being like, "Hey, do you want to like come back to my place and play Scattergories?" Oh, you know, you know what finna happen, ladies, when, yeah. ladies. You try to seal the deal. You're like, hey, I, I got Will to come home. Uh, I was like, I've got an expansion pack of apples to apples uh, where things get really wild. Yeah, you know. And yeah, when, haven't uh, looked back since. You know, I'm, cl- I'm closing the deal. I'm making strong eye contact. Heavy Alpha Kino. He's never made strong eye contact with me before. <laughs> I'm still waiting. Heavy Alpha Kino, strong eye contact. I've gone through. I've gone through my. Uh, he lays down the Anne Frank card, and it's the deal is done. <laughs> <laughs> That's cards against humanity. No, there's an. There, I think there's an Anne Frank and Applestaff. Really? Yeah, I think mm, so. Okay, but it's not like the next card isn't like you know, uh, six with your mom. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> AIDS. Uh, 
Um, no, no. no. Uh, so yeah, you get Shorty in the club. How do you get? Oh, like, how do I get her home? So we're like, yo, we're gonna we're gonna go back to we're gonna go back to the hotel suite. And we're gonna play the game of life. A big part of the game of life. Oh, having sex. Don't finish. Having, no. s- having sex. First yeah. of all, why do you have a hotel suite in this um, this vision of your like, life? Because I'm a sort of international baller. I'm on tour. And you're you're playing the game of life. Yep. Mm. Mm. This is. This, this is not good. me. This, this is, is I'm just saying. Uh, this by is the way, like Chapo's hitting the road <laughs> soon. Um, coming to a city near you. This is not me. This is just you know. A, a, I'm just saying. This is a, a international a, players anthem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, certainly. Um, uh. Also, before that, we get to see that um, now uh, Raquel uh, James is bless sort of her like heart. How 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 we described her in the past? Sort of a kind of like a robot or some sort of anime character come to life. Kind of like uh, furniture that yeah. like you know occasionally cries and is like, why does no one respect me? I'm I'm I, I'm, I'm so skinny that you can almost see through me. No, no, yeah, no, no, I'm sorry, not a couch, like uh, a sort of standing lamp. I, w- I would think would probably be. Yeah, more she's definitely not a couch. More appropriate. Um, um, yeah. So now she is now uh, a server at Sir because she just wore Lisa down. She just asked enough times that you know it finally worked. She asked enough times, and uh, she explains to Lisa that her experience in beauty pageants has given her all. The sort of uh, yeah the the workplace experience needed to be a successful server at Sir. What are you about to say right now? Sort of like as Lisa rolls her eyes, she's just sort of like it, it being a beauty queen. Uh, you know, it gives me the confidence to smile to every table. That hey, I, did you all remember that? Like I used to do beauty pageants. That's the only reason she was talking about that at all. Um, and then we're reminded again that uh, James is forbidden. Um, and he's actually not in this episode at all. There's no James in this you episode. Don't, you don't see him on camera, and he's mentioned just only very briefly later on um, when uh, Lisa is saying he needs to get sober. And I, was, I, for one, was shocked that he hasn't um, maintained his sobriety, you know, as a, a DJ who likes to get lit. Um, but Raquel is talking about how uh, her leaving for work at Surrey is like very trubber- tr- triggering. Sorry to James. Uh, there's a lot of triggering in this episode. Uh, my other favorite part about uh, this first scene at Sir is that basically every one of our friends from the show, none of them still work at Sir, save for Sheena and Jax. But Jax is trying to play for a wedding, the, man. The hero of the show, Jax. Just still behind the bar, picking up <laughs> shifts at Sir. Still in the same place he's been. Someone is still like text, all... texting the roster, being like, "Hey, can I get a sub tonight?" And Jax is like, "Yeah, man. Uh, I I had to buy a big ass house because I want to fill it with kids." His words, not mine. Well, again, like this is sort of where the um, I guess kind of the unreality of the TV show creeps through for me for a little bit. Yeah. Because when Jax is just like, "Yeah, man, got a wedding and a house to pay for," I'm like. You're working as a bartender, dude. Like you're re- like I'm sorry. Like you're not gonna I, pay for either of I, those I know, things. I know you can make good money being a bartender, like a successful like Hollywood bar or whatever. Not that. Not good. enough to fucking buy a house and pay for a wedding that's gonna cost Christ knows how well, much like, money. Both of which cost like a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fucking pumptinis, which they don't even serve at Sir anymore, as we all know. Well, you know, I'm as d- as fans of Vanderpod will know. Uh, Jackson. I mean, they have Jackson. Brittany have all those kind of like instagram deals they're just like hey you tried this new like 
Tummy tea. Co- coconut water flavored tequila. It's pretty lit. Like yeah, yeah. It'll make your 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 cum taste like no. They're both too pure for that. Jax, I've actually been like seeing his tweets a lot recently. He's always tweeting about like Team Positive Squad. He's always doing like the pray hands and the cross and like the Jesus fish. Like he's very uh, oh, he's gotten he's gotten God now. Well, he's he's kind of been about well. Brittany's very God, so I'm sure. sure. I think he's he's redoubled his efforts. Uh, but yeah, he's he's still behind the bar. Happy to see him. Uh, yeah, the unreality is interesting because it's like they they acknowledge it in some points, but then. We'll get there, but later on in the episode, it's like, hey, we've got all these new characters at a house party, and they're meeting for the first time, but, like, this is natural, um, but, but... I don't think it was implying that they were meeting for the first time. Yes, it was. Really? Uh, Katie, Dana hugged Katie, being like, you don't know me, but... Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, the, clearly, the thing it I like was about- contrived to get them all in the same place, but, like, you know, then they stick to reality in terms of, like, well, we can't really make Lala um, stand behind a hostess stand. <laughs> but, like, you know, so uh, Jack's uh, still in literally the exact same space that he's been in for the last eight seasons, just behind the main bar at Sir being a bad bartender. Probably refusing to, like, <laughs> yeah. hey. Not, like, can't even, not, can't even make I don't a really want to do a martini. How about just shots? I don't, I don't really want to do a mojito right now. Yeah. Uh, How about yeah. just some shots? Have mm-hmm. some tequila shots. I yeah. can do that. But... You know, Jax is, you know, I think, you know, he's the hero of the show. He's the number one guy in this he's group. He's the number one guy in the group. He's the hero of the show. And he has he has changed, you know, slightly in that, like, he is committed in this relationship. He is getting married. I was very skeptical, but I'm I'm pulling for them. He's getting married. He's talking about having kids. And he's like, you know, l- later in the episode, he we see how he's using his wedding in the most Jax way imaginable. But what I like, you know, say what you will about Jax. Uh, Brittany has has changed him. Uh, you know, he's at least he's talking about you know wedding, family, buying a house. You know, what school district should I be in? Blah blah blah. But our girl Sheena, you know, I know you and I both definitely our favorite character on the show. Oh my god! Among the girls, certainly, like oh definitely the, the our favorite character, the one we root for the most, the one we like to see the most. I love to the see. I like, love to see her win. We love. We love. We love to see her. You know, her hair. What cool outfit she's wearing. It's um, always looking good. Yeah, She's always doing we, something. We, yeah, uh, f- you know, fans of season one of Vanderpod will remember. Catherine and I. This is a Sheena house. <laughs> we root for Sheena. We support her. We love her. We do not like uh, Michael Shea. In this house, we do not respect... That's her ex-husband, right? Michael oh, oh Shea. the, the dope fiend? Yeah. yeah, we do not respect him. No, yeah. Um, Sheena, not only is she still in the exact same place she's always been, just stays just taking massive L's <laughs> all the time. Just, just At just, every turn. At every turn. So not only did we find out that she's a... Uh, you know, hooking uh, up Brett, with this newbie. Brett uh, had hooked up with her uh, after she got him back to her house to play Scattergories, and then he says on camera that she's a bad kisser and is like embarrassed by the whole thing, pretty much. Or it just seems to just be like, yeah, she's a. But bad is still spending time with her. I get, yeah, I get, well, obviously he wants to get you know screen time on the show. So, right, of yeah. course. Um, and then we find out that the other new guy. She had dated this guy, Max. She had also dated, and she says that she even bought him an Apple Watch so that he could know how much she cared about him and that he never texted her. He ghosted her. On she the was, Apple. He got she it, yeah. was like, I bought you an Apple Watch, and he never even used it to text me. And I was like, yeah, that is that is embarrassing. Um, 
And luckily, she definitely doesn't have to see these people all the time in close close spaces with her friends where, I don't know, they might be talking about how pathetic they think she is. Because that would be bad. And uh, another, other of the new people, Max and the other, the girl Dana, are, they're hooking up. And, like, like they'd be like, oh, like, you know, Max's underwear is, like, in the floor of my apartment right now. Yeah. I was just, like, kind of half shrieking at the screen. Like, Max is nowhere near hot enough to be, like, having all this going on. I, th- I find him, like, desperately unattractive. And I guess the other thing we find out is that Tom and Jax, Tom Sandoval and Jax are in a, a bit of a spat because he's sort of... Uh, uh, Tom hasn't been returning his texts mm-hmm. and or can't or says he has to visit his parents when Jax has planned an impromptu pre bachelor party as one does sort of like a yeah a, a, a pre yeah a mini party before the bachelor party and because Sandoval said he couldn't go to that because he had to visit his family uh, Jax has demoted him from best man to groomsman alpha alpha shit number one guy in this group it's so important to remind people of their place in the hierarchy if you're the number one guy and he did just that uh luckily they you know kind of break break air it does not not break air um they they break that's break, farting. They think break, farting they break the silence <laughs> they clear the air they clear they break yeah they sh- they break it um later in the episode but i i gotta say i'm still team jacks on this one like you, you've got time to, um, you know, even if you're buying a house and shit, just text text your best friend back. It's okay. Just say, "Hey, man, I'm busy." I slightly disagree, but we'll, we'll get we'll get to that. Interesting that a man would say that. <laughs> oh, oh, you've got energy to build your new house and shit, but you don't have energy to text me back. Very interesting. What do what do what do we live by? What do we live by in this house? To quote the great the great prophet Felix Biederman, texting <laughs> and posting are different energies. So if you see me doing one but not the other, just know that like that's okay, um, and you and should judge people for posting that. Posting and also just like talking, like in real life, those are also like yes, those are also way different energies. It's like, just li- a matter about living with Will. I've really learned that like if he's posting, like that doesn't mean that he should be approached necessarily, or that he's like ready to be asked questions. Uh, it's just a matter anything, of what anything like that. It's just we all live in different energy streams, and life is about passing between the streams mm-hmm. and not crossing them. Definitely not crossing them. Never, never. Um, Bo and Stasi, we find out that uh, Stasi is living in darkness uh, because even as a best-selling author, you are not, you know, immune. You're not immune from uh, from death's icy grip. And by that, I'm like, or at least on your relatives or, or, or Mima's and Pep Peps. <laughs> and we learned that her, uh, Stasi's grandmother, who has been featured on the show, mm-hmm. has unfortunately passed away. And that um, Stasi has been as sort of her, her favorite grandchild, um, been tasked, and you know, the famous one. Our, our belated uh, condolences to Stasi yeah. and the whole Stasi clan. RIP to a real one. Uh, <laughs> but she's been, she's been tasked with uh, writing the eulogy. As the writer uh, of the family, the, also yes, as the best-selling mm-hmm. author of the family, she's been tasked with um, uh, Stasi and and her assistant and ghostwriter have been <laughs> an editor have been tasked with um, ghostwriting a no yeah literally oh, oh, oh too soon it's too soon oh. well I mean there's a large tape there's a large lag between taping so I guess it's probably not too soon anymore uh, well anyway they'll uh, I really hope that'll be featured on the show though yeah I hope they do film at the funeral. Um, 
I also liked that there was, they kind of cut between uh, Stasi telling Lisa that her grandmother had died and how, you know, Lisa last season was brushed by oh, right. death, uh, uh, like, multiple times, very tragically. Uh, and they cut between that and, um, like, kind of, you know, one of the cutaways with Lisa, where she's totally shading Stasi's book, being like, I don't know what it's called, like, basic best bitch, best... Anyway, at, at any rate, she's the best-selling bitch in her, in her lovely way. Uh, Lisa, st- Lisa's still a queen, She of stays winning. Lisa, st- Lisa stays our queen. Although, I told Will before this, uh, they actually haven't had a... The, the Ken Todd and Lisa Vanderpump have not had a good couple weeks. Uh, what, a car crashed into uh, Sir? A Ferrari. This is why I have to control the news, the news segment. The, a Ferrari crashed into Pump, and then just today they were sued for allegedly like not uh, like violating California labor law. Wait, are you telling me? Are you, <laughs> are you telling me that our legal system is so badly in need of tort reform <laughs> that you would ask me that like we're being asked the state of California and its legal system is being asked to consider even the possibility that a restaurant entrepreneur would be um, not paying or exploiting their employees. Like, like Ken and Lisa as job creators aside, think about just the pure clout they've generated through their businesses. And that is worth more than money. Okay. Like these ungrateful employees, it's actually a class action lawsuit. So, uh, quite a few who perhaps were not well paid in money or clout. Uh, yeah, best of luck to them. Unionized, sir. Uh, but yeah, bad couple of weeks for them. Um, we also find out that, uh, surprise, surprise, Stasi and our old favorite Kristen are sort of on the outs. Stasi sort of feels like, you know, and not inaccurately so, that she is sort of growing up. She is, she's changing. She's becoming a more mature person, you know, thanks to her. She's also, like, genuinely got shit going on. Yeah, yeah. She's, again, she's, she's got been a traveling book. the country, and, like, I'm sorry, all we've seen of Kristen so far is that she's um, maybe breaking up with Carter. Well, yeah, th- th- this is the, this is the sort of the nature of the dispute, which will go on to be probably the, the, the you know, the uh, action of this episode is Kristen Doty's um, non ongoing non breakup with Carter. You will remember from the reunion, if you watched that from last season, uh, Kristen very confidently stated that her and Carter were broken up. And if you had, you know, seen the way that relationship was going on the show, you'd be like, oh, well, that's not because a surprise. Because we found out, Kristen drunkenly told the whole group late in the season. I want to say that, like, basically, and they didn't really know the extent of this. Like, basically. He's both mean to me, and I'm totally floating him financially. Yeah, that, so like she's paying all the rents and doing everything for him, and he's just kind of like. And he's also like mean to her, and, and like just not sort of like nice to her. And plays her video friends. games all day, and you yeah. know, um, yeah. So uh, th- she had claimed, and then apparently to um, you know Stasi, Katie, and the rest of the gang, all of her friends has been claiming for quite some time now that her and Carter are broken. Up. And then he's moving out. Um, or, or someone is, they're moving apart. They're not going to keep sharing their apartments as broken up people. But, you know, uh, so she's moving, Kristen's moving out of her old place. Stasi comes over to see her. Um, and she's packing very uh, hesitantly. And, you know, like also um, is, is still insane. Is still for sure 
She did totally not. Insane. She honestly did not seem well. She, you know, let's she's she's as how, how we put it before on the show. She is uh, vacillating between <laughs> two points or or poles, if you will, <laughs> sort of the Arctic and Antarctic. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Just sort of yeah, bouncing about kind of without be- warning between um, the two. Um, yeah. uh, and you know, the the issue here is that she's been telling her girlfriends that oh, she's miserable. I hate Carter so much. He's so bad. Uh, we're breaking up. I can't wait till it's over. Or, or saying we're definitely broken up, despite the fact that it is clear to everyone that they still see each other every day, still live together, still share a bed, still have sex. Um, and the way she explains this to uh, Stasi is, she says, um, "What? What does she say? It's up to me." She's like, "Like, how can you be broken up if all these things are true?" She's like, "Yeah, it's up to me whether I see him. It's up to me whether we have sex together." It's up to me whether we still live together. And apparently Which, he... oh, true. Okay, but like, you cannot live with someone, see them every day, and have sex with them and claim to be broken up with them. I actually read an a, a article on The Cut this week about that that very thing. About this phenomenon of Vanderpump rules or just in general? No, this woman was writing about she broke up with her girlfriend and they still live together, but they've never been closer. Okay, are they still having sex together? Uh, like occasionally. Okay, well. Anyway, but yeah, I I would say that that is different from this in that it's it's been clear for a long time that Kristen and Carter uh, do not have a healthy relationship, and I uh, <coughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take the female uh, angle on this, which is like I understand, and this will blow up when we go to uh, a housewarming house chilling party at. Whose house was it at? Uh, Kay- Katie and Tom's. Katie and Tom. Uh, basically, it's it's clear that uh, Kristen is telling her friends, and you know, I know how women are. They're they're telling her like, you know, he's he's no good for you. Get out of there. And she's like, oh man, I don't know. I really love him. Uh, so she's. I think she's kind of telling them what they want to hear about, like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I know. I think I'm. I'm t- no, let me finish. I'm telling them. To, I'm telling him to move out. Like you know. But then when push comes to shove, she doesn't really. You know, you can't force your friend as much as you might want to f- to make them break up with their shitty boyfriend. So it's very clear that she's still hanging on. And then when her friends confront her about like. Why are you telling me one thing and I'm clearly seeing another thing? Uh, she's she gets very defensive and you know, rightfully so because she knows that what she's doing, uh, you know, she's trying to have it both ways, and that has been the female take. Thank you. This is this has been the the female perspective <laughs> portion of Vanderpod. Um, nah, the whole thing is the female take. This yeah, is this, this is, is reali- your show. This, this is, is reality show. TV. Yeah, this is yeah. It's it's a it's a medium. For the ladies. We forgot to introduce ourselves. Oh, I'm Will Medicare. That's my co-host. Uh, I'm Catherine Krieger, and I'm the host. The host, owner. The host, proprietor. owner. Um, you know, the person that you would Venmo if you wanted to do that. Um, yeah. The person you would DM, email, things of that nature. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, anyway. Um. So I was going to say, before we get to their, the uh, this episode's... Uh, idiotically themed children's party with alcohol that um, <laughs> devolves into a, you know, tantrum of some nature. I mean, that's usually how most of these episodes, yeah. most of the time where they're going. Uh, just one other one other thing of note is uh, Lala, 
has a meeting with uh, Lisa. They have a nice little, 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 evening little tea girls. Tea. Yeah, evening tea together where Lala tells uh, Lisa, you know, just how grateful she is for all that she's done for her. Because she's sober and now. And then also that she's just so good and feels so great because she's sober. Yes. And that part of being sober is making amends, and she wants to make an amends with James, who she feels she's wronged in some way. But, you know, he's just not, may not be in that place because, you know, he's not sober. Well, yeah, she's been just inviting James again and again, like, just come to church, come get an e-meter reading. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah You know, it's... it's Come to the Celebrity Center. Yeah, it's, like, not a big deal, and, you know, he's just not returning her calls. Just, yeah, like... You just, your inner whatever you say, tell them to your auditor, will not be recorded <laughs> and filed away. It'll certainly to be not used be used against you, you later at a future date. Yeah, trust me. Me and me and Randall are so happy with it. I don't well, know. Well, and to be fair, she does seem happy. Like she speaks about her sobriety. <laughs> well, let's make a face. She speaks about her sobriety. She says it's the best gift I've ever given to myself. Um, I'm not sober even right now, um, but. I hate being sober. I, I indeed, just like Chief Keef says. But I don't, you know, if if sobriety works for people, that's great. Uh, yeah. I just, you know, I, I think she is, I think she's sober in that she, let's just say, I don't, I don't think she drinks alcohol anymore. Mm. But um, has she given up the carbs? <laughs> I don't know. You know, a few cheat days here and there. A, a little, few, little, little, have a little pasta. A little, every, uh, yeah. little rigatoni a little, on the A little penne. A, few, little, a, little, a few lines of uh, ling linguine. linguine. <laughs> yeah, where's <laughs> some more pastas we can think of? Yeah. Let's, let's keep this going. Um, That's all I got. A few cellini. Isn't that one curly? I think, yes, it's the curly one. Mm, that one doesn't really work, then. Noki. No, it also wouldn't really <laughs> No, Noki's like a, you know, it's yeah, no, I think it works. I don't think that would make sense. Yeah, no. Um, Yo. I'll have to do some Google image searches. Uh, so, um, yeah. So, yeah, they're, uh, yeah, Lala's doing good. Um, oh, Lisa gets humped by her dog immediately. I thought that was very cute. It looks like a new dog. I think that's an, I think that's one we've seen before. No, I think it's sort of, new. Okay, it's a big shaggy this, one. This lady has too many dogs. And it just it's, it starts, starts humping immediately. So... Then we get to uh, Tom uh, Schwartz and Katie's housewarming party, which they, I don't think it was intentional that everyone was supposed to dress like a kid. It's dress just like a, a big baby. Just dress like a big, dumb, uh, idiot but toddler. But wouldn't you know, people did it anyway. You know, uh, male onesies, um, uh, male moo-moos, uh, sneakers that light up when you walk. Women with, uh, things, ra razor women scooters. with things like... I hate Tuesdays printed on the front. Uh, Kristen had a t-shirt that said, um, I was born to raise hell. And boy, was she. Yeah. Yeah. Um, True uh, words have rarely been printed on a t-shirt. Uh, a clown that makes balloon animals. <laughs> you know, uh, petting zoo. things, And then, uh, best of all. A very mini pool out back. So a, and also super soakers filled, filled with vodka. Filled with Tito's. That's how you know they're they're getting rich is because... They've moved on from you it's know. It's not. They're not filling. It's filling it with uh, Svedka. This is this is the the pretty good stuff. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, you so know. we're drinking right now. Yeah, it is. It Official is. sponsor. We're, we're yeah. Official uh, sponsor. Of big Vanderpod. shout out to Lacroix and Tito's um, for for. No, this is this is not a sponsor, but that's the, our house cocktail. Although I do want to make some cocktails uh, from the. Oh yes, we have uh, we have Tom uh, Sandoval and Ariana's uh, cocktail book. Yes, we do. It's on the table right here. Uh, their their publicist 
sent it along. Oh, it's fancy AF. It's called fancy AF. Um, and there's actually a drink in there called I don't do cocaine. I know I don't. I don't eat pasta. No, it's literally called I don't do cocaine. It's about if your friends are eating carbs to stay up and all like night. Like you're not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's well, well, we should do an episode on the book because it's very funny. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We, do, we should. We, uh, we should do a reading a, a reading section, if you will. Just a yeah, reading <laughs> reading series is uh, is trademarked, so we can't we can't um, do that. Okay, so oh, then so excited. We get to see Peter, the sort of the Zelig figure to the entire oh, oh, Vanderpump he's, universe. He's doing good. He's doing Peter's, great. Peter is doing great. His his hair is like more straightened, or like it's like it's weird. Like usually he has kind of long wavy hair, but now he has just very like it's just very just straight. It's kind of like a I don't know if it's like wavy. It's kind but of like, like a bob that like angles yeah. out. Like it's doing it's, him no favors. So I, I like Peter with long hair when it looked it was like sort of roguish. He but like, looks bigger every season. Like, excuse me. Clearly he's I'm just burping into the mic. Terrible. Clearly he's like, you know, working with a trainer and shit. So like he looks a little like bigger each season, but he also manages to look a little worse each season, or like at least uh there's no improvement. So uh Peter, we see him for a second. Approach uh, new girl Dana. Pulls her aside. Pulls her aside and just say like, "Hey, like you know, I'm not, I know you're, I'm not, I'm not your manager now, it's sir, and I just hope that you know that won't be just, awkward. Like, it won't be awkward because of you know like what happened between us." And she's, and she's like, like "Literally, well, like, what are you talking like, what are you about? Talk, like what happened between us?" And then we get a flashback to uh, like a hotel room party they had on last season that apparently Dana was at, which I actually remember that. Yeah, scene. I remember that. I remember him pulling a blonde into and, the bathroom. Yeah, like they go into the bathroom, and she's she's like, "Yeah, you know, like at the party, we like made out. We were, when we were in the bathroom. And she's like, and she was like, bitch, I, I, I was, was peeing. She was like, yeah, I was peeing. Yeah, and he was like, yeah, but like, then we made out, and she was like, no, like I, you tried to kiss me, and I like pushed your head away, and he was like, oh, okay, like is that could be a problem, and she was like, no. He's like, okay, good. He's like, I didn't, I didn't want to make it weird. And it's just like, too late. But hey, that was... Uh, well, luckily this it's is not... The, this is the one thing we didn't want to happen. <laughs> luckily it's not weird now. Yeah. yeah he, so expect, it's okay, It's okay, buddy. You're fine. Yeah, you're I think fine. I think Peter's really going to find someone this season. I think he's going to become a romantic lead in this show. I hope so. I mean, he's, he's sort of the unsung hero of the show, in my opinion. Mm. Um, he's probably the one doing the most wage theft from, <laughs> yeah. from the employees. He's actually he's, he's, the he's one been named yes, allegedly falsifying time cards to make it look like people. Wow, not him. But Whoa! I'm saying, so is that what Ken and Lisa are being accused? Of? Yes, like literally wow. falsifying time cards wow. to make it look like people. I mean, if worked yeah, less. that if that's true, that makes me really angry because they are. When you do stuff like when you do shady stuff like that, you're really giving a bad name to the otherwise sterling reputation of <laughs> restaurant owners. The restaurant industry, yeah, the restaurant industry, which is, and the which way, is known well known for, for just how the gold standard, which the respect with which they treat their employees. That doesn't mean we shouldn't fight for better. Will, for Bernie twenty twenty, um, yeah. I wonder if well, the question. What would be your guess? On whether any of the cast members of Vanderpump Rules know who Bernie Sanders is, much I, let alone th- would vote for them. I vote think for they know who he is. You're probably aware of him. Yeah, I, I think they absolutely know who he is. Would will you think they? What are the chances that they'll vote for? Oh him? shit! Uh, who? Okay, let me just put it this way: Who of the cast do you think is most likely to vote for Bernie Sanders? Oh, this is a really good thing to gang out or game. Yang game gang out. out yeah. I was just about to say the Toms are probably both Yang gang. 
I could see it, maybe. Probably Jax, too. No, I would say Jax is just Donald Trump. I think he's <laughs> Jax is pretty clearly make yeah, American. You're right. and, and Dude, Brittany. come on, he's barstool. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You're Brittany, right. I was, I was Brittany thinking is too like anti abortion. I was thinking yeah. too small. I was just thinking the Democratic field. Um, Katie is Warren. She's a Warren head. I would say Katie's a Clobe gang. No. She's Clobe no, Cobmentum. No, no, no. Because I think she'd be like, no, she's like too rounded and Midwest, and I'm I'm Cali elite. Oh, unlike Elizabeth Warren, who is a, a, from Tulsa, Oklahoma. No, the, but the coasts love lo- love Warren. California loves Warren. Psst, did you check the latest polls? <sighs> I don't. I don't really read the polls. Okay, we're, we're, we're getting we're getting into this. Is, this is my wheelhouse. But okay, oh, oh, okay, <laughs> all right. Oh, politics is a boys' game. I see. You're. I'm not qualified to analyze who the Vanderpump Rules cast would vote for. Interesting. Very interesting. Who? Yeah, my short answer though is um, none of them would vote for Bernie. Yeah, it's very hard for me to say. I, I would, would s- love, I would love to say Bo, but I think he might be like he's probably a secret. He, he's probably not a Trump voter, but he was probably like a Romney voter. Ah, uh, Bo. I mean, I think like just you know probably Biden maybe. Maybe it's, like, sensible. Uh, I think Saucy probably votes Republican. Oh, I think she's one hundred percent Republican. Yeah, I think she's yeah down down the line, mm-hmm. grand old party. I uh, see. I think, out of any of them, like the the most likely to support Bernard of the guys, Tom Schwartz. Do you think so? Yeah, I think he's probably the most likely. No, I think Sandoval is Yang Gang, and then he just takes Schwartz wherever he goes, okay. like in his pocket. All right. I don't think. Let's be real. Schwartz is not going to have an independent thought about politics. If someone else in his orbit, you're right. About who's Sanders, the more dominant personality? Yeah, it's Sandoval. Okay. It's Sandoval. On the and I of, would of the of, of the gals. I would bet a limb that Sandoval is not uh, Team Bernie, and therefore Schwartz is not either of okay. the gals. Oh man, very tough to say. Oh man, this is really honestly like, if I had to pick one. Yeah. <sighs> honestly, I it's. I I'm at a loss. I think it's none of them. I it's really none of them. Like. Yeah, no, it's it's none of them. We gotta we gotta get them. We gotta get them. Yeah, folks, uh, let's start tweeting at the Vanderpump <laughs> Rules, ladies. I honestly, California primary, we can make it happen. Let's just start pitching pitching these guys and gals. If you're not sending out tweets at their social media accounts all the time, which uh, I was seeing just yesterday after the premiere, Jax and Lala in particular are absolutely reading their menchies. Because Lala was like responding to someone with like ten followers who called uh, someone like a cow or something. You know what? If I had gun to head, most likely of the girls to support Bernie, I might say Lala, and I'll tell you why. Please tell me why. Because Lala, um, she's she's, uh, she's she's got a kind of like hard scrabble. She's got a kind of like ness about you know I'm from the streets, honey. I'm gonna take my hoops out. Like you and know, it's like people thing. are out there dying because they don't yeah, have health insurance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like she, yeah, but Randall would of, Randall would never allow that. It's tough to say. Randall would never allow that. Yeah, but come on, Lala. Oh, you're saying that Randall gets a say over who Lala votes for? She's not a hundred percent independent woman. You're right. You're right. Lala I think very, I think Lala, Lala is very ideologically I think La- independent. Lala has a sort of um, affectations to um, you know being from being from discreets and kind of 
involved in the struggle. And I think it would just take a, you know, uh, Cardi B and Quavo have uh, said that they support Bernie Sanders. So I kind of think if, if, if Bernie Sanders does have a lot of love in the rap world, like T.I., Killer Mike. That'll get Lala. I, I think I think Lala will will follow that that endorsement. I mean, those those endorsements are very uh, important for bringing over like white girls who you know speak it. Um, <laughs> yeah. A A A V E. Who do some who do, who've been known to do some code switching and you know like hold my hoops. I'm gonna uh, fight this bitch. Yeah, or like whatever. Lala has absolutely worn um, cornrows and stuff, and like yeah, seen yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So yeah, she's. Oh, okay. All right. You've convinced I, I, me. I, yeah, that, that's the best me. argument I could make because the, the rest of them... Gun to head. The rest of them, like I said, Stasi, probably closet Republican. Yeah. Probably would never admit to it in Hollywood, but like for sure pulls the oh, lever. Oh, for being her. a Republican in Hollywood? Yeah, Are you a, kidding it's me? It's an oppressed group. It's an oppressed group. You can't group. do that. Uh, the, the rest of them, though, like the idea... They would, they, they, they would they're, even, they're girl power all the way and probably rea- economically reactionary. I just don't see most of these people voting, to be honest. Yeah, you're right. I think they're kind <laughs> they're of just, like, just I think they're, they're kind of just like, oh, wait, like again, I was supposed to register. Yeah, this is what's interesting because, like, I'm, I'm, you know, projecting my brain sickness onto their brain sickness, so which think, is like, I just think they don't, I don't think they really politics. follow politics. I don't think they vote. I think they will maybe like they would vote in a general election and most of them would vote for any of the Democrats, save for Jax, Brittany, and probably Stasi. Yeah, I think that's yeah. fair. So we okay. got, so, we got okay, there. We figured that one and out. And as usual, I'm most correct. And, uh, I won't be soon forgetting that you said that politics is your venue, not mine. Just talking about polls and things like that. I, I know, know, I know about polls, motherfucker. I've seen a poll. Oh, how many? Ten thousand. <laughs> I saw the polls before. I've been seeing polls since before you were born. How about that? That doesn't really make sense. But uh, <laughs> all right. Um, okay, so uh, here, here's where we're going now. Um, oh, so all right. So, so okay. Here's it. Max and Brett, the two, the two new guys. Which I gotta say, neither. I mean, again, first episode. I'm not gonna be too harsh. Neither of them made any kind of real impression on me at all. Except Max not being hot. Uh, th- yeah. I didn't think either of them are hot. I just think they're like interchangeable. Um it's gonna they're gonna have to they're gonna have to they're gonna have to behave much they have to be much bigger shitheads for me to take notice of. They them. also have to be hazed much more violently by the old guard. I agree. I think I think that like they like like James from the get go. I, my jaw was on the floor about what a fucking unbearably out obnoxious twat out of the he gate. Was. Also, like, Lala out of the gate yeah. made made herself fucking no. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, she no, she yeah. Exactly. Well, do you remember Sheena's arrival on the show? They just they took an instant dislike to her because really she, yes, that surprises she, me because she came in as like oh you're the bitch who's known for like uh, being the other woman to one of Lisa's friends. Oh, right, right, right. On, uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah, but that's interesting, though. That so, they, but, but they took an instant dislike to her, and then, you know, um, chicken or egg, did she prove herself to be an unlikable person, or did they dislike her from the I get-go? just thought it was very unfair of them. Very unfair. Yeah, I mean, like, you get to know Sheena, and there's actually so much more to her um, than just kind of, like, what your, your preconceived notions are. So... Max, new boys, Max and Brett are discussing their, you know, the thing they have in common other than just generally the way they look, mm. think, act, 
<laughs> things they say, do. Their affectless the faces. place they live. Yeah, exactly. Their aspirations, thoughts, hopes, and dreams in life. Um, is Sheena. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing they have in common outside of everything else. So they're standing uh, But, in, you know, the tattoos they wear, the clothes they wear. They're standing you know. in one part of the kitchen like absolute brain geniuses at this quote-unquote party that has probably 15 people at it. Just talking, um, Max is coaching Brett about like, hey man, I've been he- I've been there with Sheena. Basically like, here's how not to date her. Like, <laughs> yeah. hey, you're tra- yeah. you trying <laughs> yeah. yeah. to hit this, but like not get too... Yo, Basically, she got clingy like, with me and like, here's, you know, he was here's like, how you learn from my yeah, mistakes. He's like, he's like, yeah, she's a great girl though. Like, but I'm going to give you the advice. Like, you know, man to man though. But she's it, trying to ask you like, like, hang the out? The thing to do is just fuck her. <laughs> And then just stop talking to her. And then if you just ignore her and act like nothing happened, then you're in the clear. You don't want to make the mistake I did, which is like, you know, I'm coming off a long relationship. I don't want to jump into anything new. Yep. Can't make that mistake. And all so, of a sudden she's buying you an Apple Watch. Like, what's that supposed to mean? Exactly. And yeah. then I just like, you know, I changed my, I've changed my phone number, got a new phone, <laughs> said, oh, I lost my old phone. I have to Sorry, pretend, I didn't get any I, your text. I have text. to pretend yeah. I don't work at the restaurant <laughs> yeah, anymore. Exactly. I have to take a week off yeah. and, you know, pretend I don't remember. <laughs> Um, so yeah, not that, not quite that stark, but that's the move. They are literally talking about like, yeah, she's gonna be asking you to hang out like all the time, and like, don't do it. I mean, don't get me wrong; like, it's good to have sex with her so that you can get screen time on the show, but it's bad to talk to her, or get involved with her life in any way. Yeah, no, you know, like that's uh, and like brain geniuses they are. We see, and of course, I'm sure that Katie this is was, standing right next. This to is them. totally organic. Katie is just like listening to this entire thing. Max describes Sheena. As being, quote, boy crazy. <gasps> yeah, like, what? Not that, not that, not, I can think of uh, worse things to say about her. But Katie immediately tells that to Sheena. Beelines it. Uh, and then Sheena comes over. It's like, oh, you're talking about me. And then, like, I don't know. It's just, it's some bullshit back and forth. And he's like, oh, you know, like, I love for you, but like, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And then she just starts tearing He totally up. diffuses it by saying nothing and yeah. then ends up hugging Max. And, and then uh, hugging like, her and be like, you. oh, I got love for you, girl. And like, she just tears up a little bit because she's like, I don't like to be called crazy. <laughs> she says it multiple times, like very earnestly. I don't like, like to be called crazy. Again, you all need therapy. It's, it's good. Meanwhile, uh, other new girl, Dana and Max, have a, a burgeoning you know thing. And he's like, yeah, I want to hang out with you. You want to do something tomorrow? And then she's like, oh. Aren't you going to Palm Springs Aren't you going to Palm Sheena? Springs with Sheena? Which, again, like weird. And he's like, oh, not alone. I guess maybe it's like a group vacation, but I don't know. Well-known group destination, yeah, Palm, Palm Springs. Springs. I yeah. guess like maybe. And then, yeah, he played off like, oh, like, yeah. But it seems like they hooked up like once also. So yeah. like Dana's being, you know, very. What do you, what do you make of Dana, by the way? Uh, I think she's like fine. There was, it was hinted in the flash forward that like she's going to be a stand-up bitch. Big red flag. Which, wow, I cannot wait for that. Um, mostly I think she has like half the personality uh, of Stasi and like none of the, like none of the awareness that Stasi has, which is, you know, particularly early Stasi is really saying something. Uh, but it's clear that they're setting this up to be a conflict. Like, Dana versus Stasi or sorry, Sheena over this Max guy who again, not worth fighting for. You're not losing anything. Interchangeable. There are literally a billion guys like that in LA. So, uh all right, then we get to I think maybe kind of the centerpiece of this episode, the Lala and Carter confrontation. Where Lala Carter of course shows up to the party. Late. 
alone. Ma- yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, but then, like, you know, weirdly, like, you know, kisses Kristen. And again, like, everyone's wondering, like, you know, what the fuck is going on? Like, why? If you're breaking up with someone, like, how come you're inviting him to Which, a party? Which, again, and makes perfect sense if you're saying, like, oh, yeah, my shithead ex-boyfriend. I can't wait for him to get the fuck out of my house. And then he shows up and, like, gives you a kiss on the face. Like, yeah. You know. So... Lala, and again, I don't know why Lala's interjecting herself into this shit, but she confronts Carter about being like... Well, why? W- that's literally what Lala does. Yeah. Because she's like, you're my friend, and I got to stick up for my friend, so boy, does she try and stick up for her friend. Like, Lala's very, Lala's very smart about like how to, how to be on the show, you know, <laughs> and be a character. I thought you, you were know? going to say she's very smart about like how to solve her friend's problems, and I was oh, going God to say, no. like, no, no, no God definitely no. not yeah, that. Absolutely not. No, she's very good at being on the show. Um... So she sort of confronts Carter about being like, "Hey, like you know, uh, my my homegirl wants you out. My homegirl wants you out. Her life miserable. And and like, but also that like you know, for a long time now, you've been mooching off of her." That like she pays the rent, she pays for everything, and you just like play video games. She's got a a line about like, "Oh, home." It's not homegirl, but like basically, your your sugar mama is over here like having a job, and you're sitting around. And I'm like, Ooh. well, then we get into interesting territory Inter- here. Interesting optics going I on here. I would say Lala in particular perhaps you know, shouldn't cast stones in this venue. Let's just say she's living in a sort of D-list movie producer's giant glass house. Hey, he, he, he was uh, he was the producer on the movie of the year. All right, you're calling I'll, that I'll, you're calling the Irishman a D-list movie. He was uh, he was. The associate to the third executive producer. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't well, but they show. No, I, I mean, no disrespect to Randall because he was the top line producer on uh, 2018's greatest film, Guardian. <laughs> but but I've seen their house. It's big. No, no, Randall's I, caked up. Well, and, and she she has had no bones about like basically, you know, uh, I love Randall, but also like, yeah, you know, he takes care of me. Even though, yeah, you I know, think the one thing that Lala, to her credit. I, I, she, she's always been fairly upfront about, but I mean they're getting married and like they, she hangs out with her her kids. It's it's hard to say. Yeah, it's hard to say. But I like, think she seems very genuine about it. But again, if, it's just it would seem to be. I would just not probably. It's, or, it's or interesting maybe, well, territory is, for her to. The thing is into. though, like like in in the sort of interstitial like like one on one interviews, you know she's aware of the, the you know I guess hypocrisy of her. Uh, saying like, "Hey, you're not doing shit. Like, you're just you're you're, you're being sugar mama." Yeah. Whereas she is like, I think, fairly open about being sugar daddy. Also, right? I, I think. The- and what she says is that, like, you know, like I, I, like I, yeah, like you know, he pays my bills, he takes care of everything, flies you around on private jets and shit. But the thing is, like, they are getting married, and she's like, "I do things for that. Like, I, I keep a home." And like I, I don't think that really involves her like doing dishes or like cleaning or preparing meals or anything. It's, she does seem to like, based on social media, actually like spend time with his kids. Yeah. And I would say the key difference is that she, and like he posts all the time. Like they, they yeah. seem like they actually really love each other. Whereas Carter, I said it last season. I was like, you can either be a mooching boyfriend or a mean boyfriend. You can't do both. And Carter is uh, doing both. If if Carter was mooching, but he like was nice to Kristen, he could have gotten away with this grift for a lot longer. And yeah, like and 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 I think uh, Lala probably is someone who has genuinely more uh, kind of respect for the uh, sugar daddy, sugar baby relationship, and sees Carter as someone who's sort of abusing that that role and trust. Right. 
Right. Um, yeah, and being kind of a shithead. Well, and, and, you know, Kristen, like, these people are all making money. Kristen is not a waitress anymore. Uh, but well, she's not... selling a lot of great t-shirts. Well, but, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. Maybe there's something also to be said for, like, you know. And, again, I do think she loves Randall in her way. I think Randall really loves her. Uh, but Randall is a bigger fish than like latching onto Kristen, maybe. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like a little more fairer yeah. <laughs> in that way. Yeah. And again, like they, they seem to really love each other. So Whereas like, like, uh, the, the arrangement works. Maybe Lala, it's like a game recognize not game yeah and you look at Cardi, you're fucking up the game it's like i see you and like this is yeah yeah, i think she's i think she's actually like very ethical about you know how she approaches dating and again i think she loves randall so but yeah she's calling carter on his shit and carter's being like oh really interesting because like kristen doesn't say any of that stuff to me basically like totally and lala you know it is caught a little off guard being like, oh, interesting. Like, maybe my friend is uh, telling me a different story. Yeah. So there's this there's discrepancy here between, and all of her friends are pissed at her because everything she's telling them about, you know, how sad she is, how sad Carter makes her. It becomes her very clear that, is, like, she's telling, Is yeah. belied by the reality of the fact that they're always together and she's still paying him money. And that, like, even at the end Has of the episode, him he out. seems to not be aware of this idea that he's moving out or that he's just thinking or assuming that he he's going to... He leaves the party by shouting, I love you, after her. Or at least maybe is assuming that he's going to move into her new place and when so she moves the, out. And so the party ends, or, you know, at least what we see, uh, with a big blow-up about, like... Like, all of Kristen's girlfriends, which, you know, ladies, we know that this always works. They're all shouting at her, basically, like, I'm done, like, being your shoulder to cry on. I'm done hearing about this bullshit with Carter if you're not going to take the advice I've given you 10 million times. And again, uh, all women know this feeling and have been there. So, uh, I'm, I'm, well, I'm sympathetic to the friends shouting at her, like, could you grow up already? Uh, also, that's just, you know, certainly not going to work and not the way to handle something. So, again, um, really fun party. Love that they can have a single gathering uh, without it ended in ending in a screaming match. And I hope the new people get some screaming in, too. Well, I mean, just w- one last thing. Uh, yeah, that w- that, then the episode ends. And before we get into the previews of what's to come on this season, the last little uh, thing to be resolved was uh, Jax versus Sandoval over the issue of Jack's feeling slighted. slighted by Sandoval not returning his texts or like what Jack's keeps saying is like, this is a big deal. I'm getting married. And like, you know, where, how come Sandoval isn't just texting me every day being like, Hey dude, is there anything I can do for you? Yeah. You know? And then Sandoval feels slighted by Jack's because like they moved into similar houses in the same neighborhood and he regards buying a house at, uh, Ariana yeah as like as uh, big of a commitment as like getting married even though like she, Ariana has her weird thing with never wanting to be pregnant well, or have but kids I, or, I, I buy that like this is a real milestone for them sure. and he's very excited about uh, the house yeah and he said like when he talked about the house with Jax as in a way anyone who's familiar with the show you know what Jax is doing when he immediately starts talking about like Oh, like how many square feet? Ooh, that seems kind of small. I don't know. Like me and Brittany, though, like we see something bigger. We see something like a better neighborhood, something that's not a shoebox. You know, we're looking to have one, two, three kids, probably. He literally he's said like, the word shoebox. He's like, he's like, we got, you know, we're going to have a lot. Of, we have a lot of people. And I'm just, like, you don't have kids yet, he asshole. He just can't let his yeah. friends have fucking anything. No, he, can, he cannot let anyone 
have like he just just have anything to he's, themselves. He's one of those people where like um, someone else being happy or like achieving something is necessarily taking away from him. Well, guess right? what? Like, there's he, only so much happiness in the world. He's not fucking wrong because guess what? Uh, Tom <laughs> and Tom, at least they're part owners of their own bar. That's true. They're kind of doing like Tom and Ariana have a book. They have a cocktail book out. Yeah, but Jax, uh, you know, Jax is getting married. So uh, yeah, but he's, he's still <laughs> doing the same shit that know, he's been doing. Like, I know. But still, he's got he's, he does, you know, I, I it's don't know. bad not to text your friend back. But I had no trouble imagining See, I think, Sandoval being like, hey, man, I'm really excited about this. And Jack's being like, "Ooh, kind of small, kind of this. Yeah. You know? Or just, you know, look, Jack's like, clearly, that's nice for you. Jack's is clearly like with everything like he did with his dad dying and all this stuff. Even if it maybe has like, you know, inched him into being a better person. He uses any like life event. Like he has to be the center of attention for everything. He has to be catered to at all times. Excuse me, and I'm I'm getting married. I'm getting married. My dad just died. Yeah, my dad died two years ago, and now I'm getting married. Which again, not to be callous about his dad dying, but I guarantee you we're going to hear the "I'm getting married" line, and you could use that interchangeably with uh, "my dad just died." In, just he's using the season before, like he'll use anything to he, be. Yeah, he's like, using pull emotional a, a rank. major life uh, event. Like he's just using him getting married in such a way which is to use it to uh yeah maintain his status as the number one guy and make sure that everyone around him is like constantly you know catering to his agenda if you're and a dude getting, if you're a dude and, getting married to a woman uh it's not stressful i don't know why he's acting i mean it's a big life event but like i assume we're going to see britney really do some bridezilla shit but here's the thing it's Jax never going like, to it's never going to get Jax that way like, from oh him. like you know i've been texting you like you know i never hear back Sandoval, to his credit, has receipts. He brings up the text where he's like, yeah, I texted you just the other week. Being like, hey, if there's anything I can do or doing the correct thing. And Jackson's like, oh, I don't know. I, I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got to come prepared. you got to have the receipts if yep. you're going to deal with a, a, a manipulator, such a, a seasoned liar and manipulator like Jax Taylor. And that's why we love him. That's, that's why he's the hero. Yeah, that's, why he's, that's why he's the god. That's he, why he's... He's that's why he is, Machiavelli. He is... Un- for all of the fucking shit he has done on this show, he is undefeated. And it, it, really, it, it is. really is incredible. All of the massive, massive fuck-ups and disasters that he's Getting done. just caught dead to rights so in a many lie, times over. But then just being like, hey, what you're seeing, you're not. Or... Even better, just admitting to it. Yeah. And thinking that like that. Being like, yeah, I cheated on you and I didn't use a condom. And like, you know, <sighs> and he's what like, was I supposed to do? Look, I'm a bad person, okay? And How many it, times am I going to have to apologize for he's it? Like, I'm a bad person. Maybe I don't deserve to be loved. And then people are like, oh, but like you do, he's trying or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, it's, it, it's, it, oh God, it's such bullshit, but it works so well. And that's why I, I must... I must stand. We must stand. 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 <laughs> it's just he. We have no choice. No, he is like he's like a Danny McBride character. He's like the perfect person. Just like, like never learn, never really learns anything. Like never suffers any consequences. Like, like, never really. not gonna be an asshole. But like never ever ever has to face the music. Is just allowed to get away with everything and triumph as well. So that's why I love Jax. Absolutely. So. Yeah, that, that, that does it for this episode. Um, preview of things to come. Oh, boy. It's going to be great. What do you got? It's going to be a great season. Well, I, what would you say? It was a preview of things to come. It was mainly... Oh, like, my my favorite thing is that um, one of my new favorite conventions of the show, it's clear we're going to get at least one big emotional party, drunken, blow-up 
while the Toms are in drag, and it appears that they're going to be not just in drag, but in kind of a brown face. No, like it was elderly a, drag. No, it was like old man prosthetic makeup, like Johnny Knoxville's bad grandpa. Character. No, but it was also like darker skin. Yeah, it looks. It was like olive complexion. A little something, and then also well, you the see Tom is, Sandoval shouting in a fake mustache. So like they're going oh, to you be. Oh, you see Sandoval getting arrested. You see Sandoval getting arrested. I'm excited for that. Um, more beef between Sandoval and Jax. Um, uh, yeah, the, the preview of things to come uh, was very enticing. Um, yeah, just they, these people love being in costumes so much, but like the costumes always is paired with, you know, extreme drinking, mm-hmm. like just getting really blackout drunk, and then just having like you know screaming fights with your friends while you're dressed like characters from Frozen <laughs> or something. Which I gotta say makes for excellent TV. It it's, really. It's good. It was like very you know, not, good not visuals. The most, you know, it wasn't the most like spectacular uh, season premiere, but I think we got. I think we got some things to look forward to. I feel. To. I feel invigorated. I'm excited for what's ahead, and I'm uh, excited to continue down this road with you. Uh, just real quick, though, I did say you know we were going to talk about like more broadly, like the world of shows that we're watching or have watched, and I just like I, I almost feel like it would be we could almost like pair every episode. Or I, I just the other reality TV show we gotta talk about that is like you know my favorite. It surpassed Vanderpump as my favorite reality TV show. I think season two of it was probably the greatest reality TV show ever put on television. <laughs> I am of course talking about Love After Lockup, Hoo-wee! which is insane. It is incredible. This show. Is so fucking good. We may have to just do like a special episode, a just, little breakout episode, just I, on I love after lockup. I spend almost every episode, uh, just with my jaw, just like my, just like slack. Here's jawed. the thing: we just we just started the new season, or like maybe it's like it's. I think this been is over. actually season two. It's like the second half of season two that we, like the new season. I the new the new episodes that we're not caught up on are they're pretty like the one we watched last night, pretty good. Yeah. However, none of none of the couples yet. I, we'll see where it goes. Have, have captured our hearts quite like. Oh, the ones on the last. Oh season. my god! If you haven't seen it, run. T- just put put down your headphones right now. I don't know what don't to tell you. Don't report back until you you've seen this. It is like, like okay. If you're familiar with Ninety Day Fiance, yeah, which is another incredible show a horror show a, just a horror show of just like you like the, of, of human of the most human just, misery of, of just like human weakness misery and delusion people at level. their absolute lowest <laughs> and <laughs> still being kind that is that is just uh, astonishing yeah um that love after lockup is like the next circle of hell it's actually somehow worse it, is, it really is it is like, so amazing it that make me really feel like it makes me a worse person. Oh, that's what's great about and it. Yet, and yet, that's what's yet, great about it. Yeah. No, like that's what I want from reality TV. Just evil. Yeah. Well, I just I want a mainline just evil into it, my soul. It it has a home. <laughs> yeah. So, all I'll say from the from the, from the the new the new season of Love After Lockup, or at least the one we're watching, that that you know d- does a, a segue with Vanderpump Rules is that there is another one of the the women. Who is you know uh, wants to get married and is in love with a a guy who did a, a bank robbery? Mm-hmm. Um, she like Stasi is obsessed with serial killers, oh and God. she said that she met 
her, I guess now fiance, yeah. when she was doing a school report on serial killers. And I was like, what? what is, you're like, she's like in her late 20s, 30s. Like, what? What's what you're doing a book report on serial killers for what what de- what what pro what degree is this you also uh, like I'm sorry uh, being on Ted Kaczynski's Wikipedia page and then somehow ending up on uh, meetaninmate.com like you were you were a lot of clicks past your book report at that point. Well, she goes to pick up uh, the guy who she wants to get married to when he's at getting the released Supermax. at ADX Florence, and then when she's going in there, she's like, "This is really exciting for me." Because, she doesn't like, go in because like Ted. Well, you can't go in, I don't think. But she was like, "Yeah, Ted Kaczynski's there." Like all my faves. It's, she literally says, "It's like the Hollywood Walk of Fame," and at one point she says, "I love serial killers because I just love thinking like." You know, what are they thinking? Like, what do they think about when they kill someone? <laughs> it's just like... Yeah. One one last thing. Uh, a TV moment that I've shared with you that I, I really want to shout out is uh, when we were in Buffalo and we were just, like, taking it easy in the hotel room one night, watching some reality TV, watching... 90 Day Fiance. Oh, man. 90 Day Fiance. And I, I promise, out, like, we do other things. We actually, like, go out a lot. We, okay. I we, mean, like, I don't want to make... Look, let's just be clear. We watch our, our stories together when we're not doing things like hiking, rock climbing. I mean, like Winter every camping. weekend, every weekend, I got like I got to be outdoors. I know. I got to be outdoors. I got to be doing something active. We do spin class, rock 6 climbing, spin class every rock Saturday climbing. morning. Uh, you know, also like not just not just working out the body, working out your mind. Meditation. Uh, uh, dance classes, pottery <laughs> classes, camping trips. Mm-hmm. We uh, gotta do. We do pub trivia three times a week. Love that, mm-hmm. love that. I just like I love being. I just I need to be active. So I don't want people think, listening to the show think that we like, live, live this sedentary lifestyle. Just watch TV, you know, just grunt at each other from different and couches. Just like, just like you know, eat junk food and just order food and of do meal prep on our own. Disgusting. No, no, no. That's not that's not a lifestyle that I endorse, and that's not <laughs> one that I want you to take away from listening to the show mm-hmm. that you think is like cool. It's not. It's not cool to do. <laughs> Okay. And it's certainly not what we do yeah. by any stretch yeah. of the imagination. Um, okay, so on 90 Day Fiance, a uh, couple there profiling. Um, would would you would you believe that the uh, the guys from America and he's seeking a? Yeah, I don't know. So, average average American oaf. Unlike unlike a lot of the couples on though, I would at least say that. Him and his 90 day fiance, who is from Ukraine. Oh my God. Is, I, I, would, I, would, I, would, I would at now. least say that they are credibly averagely matched in, in terms of age and attractiveness. Yes. The gulf isn't. It's not ludicrous. Yeah. It doesn't it's immediately fairly, smack you in the It's face. fairly evenly matched. So. Also, like, uh, I'm sorry. This is what the show makes you think. But. Uh, it doesn't immediately set up the, I think, a Ukrainian woman to seem like she's totally in this for nefarious reasons. No, yeah, it seems like it's more like of she's, a... Like, she, you know, she's actually, like, kind of into it. And because of that, one of the, the sticking points in this in, in this relationship, the American Oaf is uh, living or visiting with her and her mother in Kiev. Um, and, and a sticking point in their relationship is that for her... Uh, her religious faith and Christianity is very important to her. She's, uh, you know, or- Orthodox Christian, and uh, her fiance, the Amer- the American Oaf, is an atheist. Or shall we say not? Okay, well let, let's, let me let me set up. A he bit. doesn't believe he, in he, God. He doesn't believe in God, 
And, you know, she's like, she's like, but, but why? This is very important to me. If you are not religious, you don't have rules to follow. Well, and she's very earnest about this. She, she thinks that, like, if you're not Christian, you're capable of anything. Because if you don't believe in God and follow his rules, you, you, know, just you lie, cheat, on your cheat wife. betray, steal, kill. Right. And, you know, I mean, she's from the, U- the from Ukraine, you know, where like those people, those people like doing a lot of those things. Mm. Sorry, parody, parody, <laughs> edit, edit, edit. Uh, no, but she, yeah, she, she believes that, um, uh, yeah, pro- professing a Christian faith is important because that means the other, you can predict the person that they take seriously right. and adhere by these very strict rules. About Christians behavior. don't do anything you can, bad. You can rely on it because yeah, as we've known, uh, yeah, as people, we've pe- seen throughout history, yeah, people who go to church could you know never do anything bad or right. lie to their wife or cheat on them or mm-hmm. leave them or, or anything like you that. know sodomize children or anything like that. Yeah, this is the Orthodox Church. We're not talking about oh, sorry. The, the other church. Uh, I was just talking about Christianity. Well, yeah, overall, a good chunk of it, I, I you know, un- unfortunately, due to a few bad apples, <laughs> are now tarred with that brush. Anyway, so the guy is is telling to her like, you know, yeah, like I'll go to church with you, but like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you that I believe in God. Like when I don't, like yeah. that would be like you know, false to me, and more importantly, false to you. And like I don't think that. You have to believe in God to lead a moral life or be a moral person. And we're and, both we're both kind of like, like nodding. nodding. I was along. nodding, and I was like, "Well, like, that's good that you know. Uh, I know this is tough, but like he's saying true to himself. He's and more clearly considered this, considered it. It's not lying." And I was like, "Yeah." Also, I, I respect I, any couple having like serious conversations like that before they're married. I think that's mature. Um, yeah, and and you know, I was nodding along, and I was like, "Yeah, like you, I, I don't think you need to be a." religious person to lead a moral life you got me so far buddy and then okay so then he's going down i'm like nodding yes 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 and then he just goes he's like yeah like you know like if you're saying like oh i believe in god i know that they're everything there is to you know like that just doesn't make sense to me like if you think about like the pyramids and stuff (laughs) there's got to be a whole lot more in the universe like if you could say that we're not alone in this universe and that aliens have not like contacted us and is like interacting (laughs) with our civilization then i was just like oh yeah yeah. oh he's uh he's found the one belief even more ridiculous than uh christianity yeah he's an ancient uh, aliens guy this guy just he outs himself as as like oh i'm i don't yeah i don't believe in uh anything as goofy as the uh yeah, the the, As, the immaculate conception or resurrection of Jesus Christ. But I do believe I, aliens, I do believe that built, the aliens built the pyramids. And then he also says, he's like, come on. Like, how come there are pyramids on, on, ev- on every continent <laughs> in the world? That were built all at the same time. And, and I was like, like what's up? What's up? <laughs> what's up? You lost me. Buddy, you lost me. Okay. Yeah, right. that was... And he delivers it like totally deadpan, totally it's, earnestly. Honestly, I feel a little bad for spoiling it. Yeah, it's, it's it such, was really such a good. It was moment. a really good reveal. Yeah, and you know, as I said at the time, and, and I'm this like, is just a little, just a little game for you here. If you're ancient aliens curious, sure, it's funny. But if you know anyone who's getting, um, let's say, a little too into it, I think you need to explain to them that the whole concept that aliens help build the pyramids is just racism Mm -hmm. because the only people who believe it are weird white guys with (laughs) ponytails. And the subtext is, well, uh, how could those people build uh, a pyramid? We don't even know how they did it. Weird white guys guys with ponytails who who probably like have podcasts and stuff. What are you, what are you looking at a mirror? I don't have a ponytail. I just have a, I just have a scraggly beard. (laughs) 
unkempt appearance. Oh, and, uh, I don't think I don't think you're unkempt. Uh, st- stink lines sort of l- wafting you, off of you me. You live in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, I live yeah. in Brooklyn. All of these things would be predictive of a belief in ancient aliens, but yeah, I can I can say no, for sure. No, no, that no, no. I'm a strict rationalist. You at least haven't um, fessed up to that part to me. I'm yet. a strict rationalist. I don't believe in. Maybe any you're saving it for a few more years down no, the line. No, I don't believe in any hokum nonsense. Mm. And by that I mean uh, no. horoscopes, astrology. Crystal. No, no, this is a this is a <laughs> sorry, this is female friendly. This is a pro female a podcast, pro, which pro means show, in which this means, house okay. we love astrology. We believe in the tarot um, and witchcraft. Yeah, it's all real. It's all true. And I will thank you not to uh, besmirch those um, entities or witches or gods or whatever. Because we like them here. We love Mother Hakate, goddess of the crossroads in this household. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I just think, I just think it's important relationships. Like sometimes you have, there can be like profound philosophical agreements, disagreements. But I think it's important, like not to lie to yourself and not to lie to your partner about the way you you really feel. Like so so, sometimes you could be dating someone who's like, dudes rock, and you're like, I just know in my heart that like <sighs> they don't, they don't, and he won't stop saying like dudes rock and it's like what can I, I, I gotta convince him they don't rock um and so you just you just beat on boats against the current <laughs> Born <laughs> backs sti- against the current borns, no yeah. it's boats it's okay. boats damn read my favorite book again okay anyway like i'm saying the importance is you just have to uh you have to be true to yourself which is why i'm willing to say right now i do believe in astrology and horoscopes. All right, that's it. That's the podcast. There we go. That, you heard it. There we go. You heard it. It's here for Vanderpod season two, episode one. So happy to be back in the books. I hope you guys haven't forgotten about us. But uh, but you know yeah, you can stop DMing Catherine now. She's always like no, I'm no. always when I'm always checking her phone and just seeing all these guys are DMing her and I'm like. Psh, you know, they all just want Vanderpod back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're like, why are all these image files coming up? And then it's like, oh, they must just want Vanderpod they're, they're, back. They're sending pictures of them holding up a card that <laughs> says, I, where's the Vanderpod, Catherine? That's what they're doing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, that's, is that, that's it. That's it for this episode. We'll it's, see. It's been a joy. We shall see if a second one uh, is coming your way anytime soon. I'm feeling optimistic. I'm, uh, I'm going to be uh, on the road for all of February, so... We'll see how that happens. A little bit of a hiatus on the. We, there, there'll be another, another brief hiatus, maybe. But you know, we're gonna we're gonna try and stick with it before then, though. Yeah, I'm well, I'm deciding right now. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks for potting. Love you, baby. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>